You're listening to the Straight Talk Podcast with your boy, Ricardo Montgomery, a.k.a. The Voice of Gospel Radio. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. We appreciate you as always. If you haven't subscribed, please subscribe to the podcast. We would love to have you get weekly shows, laugh a little bit, get a little bit of information, and just enjoy the podcast that's taking over the nation. First Start Academy and Needs 2 Child Care Center provides an environment that empowers all young minds to learn, grow, and develop while being in a nurturing environment. Needs 2 have children starting from the age of 6 weeks to 5 years old. First Start Academy also offers an after-school program from ages 6 to 12 years old. First Start Academy and Needs 2 Child Care Center supports, celebrates, and values each family served and will always be committed to creating lifelong learners to discover their talents and abilities. If affordable, nurturing child care is what you desire, contact one of our locations today. Call First Start Academy at 601-544-6443 or call Needs 2 Child Care Center at 601-582-2727. First Start Academy and Needs 2 Child Care Center, a nurturing environment, empowering. <laughs> Straight Talk with Ricardo Montgomery is taking 2022 by storm. That's what makes this show great because we talk about what's real. Straight Talk is not afraid to take it to the next level by questioning everything in the Bible. It's a very interesting question, and let me uh, explain it to you this way. With church leaders. Preach reconnecting people to Christ. Discussing real topics that we face daily. You can't do that without asking a hard-hitting question, right? You're right, fam. Give your Faith Walker boost each Saturday at 6 p.m. on Facebook and YouTube. Awesome program, awesome program. For the Straight Talk with Ricardo Montgomery. When the phone rings, most of us answer the call. We get a text message, we answer the text. But what if God is calling you to ministry? Are you going to answer that call? At Central Christian College of the Bible in Moberly, Missouri, we exist for the sole purpose of helping people answer God's call. Since 1957, Central Christian has been preparing students for the pulpit, for the choir, for the mission field, and for the church. If God has placed a call in your heart, call us at 660-263-3900 or check us out online at cccb.edu. Come on, relax and just enjoy the show. We got you here on Straight Talk. We love you already know. We got you here on Straight Talk. Welcome, welcome to the Straight Talk with your boy, Ricardo Montgomery. Spring is here, and uh, please be careful out there. I want y'all to pay attention to your weather report. Severe weather sometimes pop up in different areas. So please, be safe. Keep you and your family safe out there. Now, Resurrection Sunday, as I like to call it, or Easter as it is most popularly known, uh, is over. But what's next for the new Christians out there? You know, sometimes when you come to church and you get that zeal and you just want to go, go, go and, and be there for Christ and go to every church service or be a part of this, be a part of that. Uh, sometimes you're the only one in your family who gave your life to Christ and you just want to make a change and realize what you've been doing is just not working. But if you're that person, I'm glad you stopped by today because that's what we're discussing today. What's next? I have uh, Pastor Ken Buttermore of Standing Stone Bible Church. In Gretna, uh, Nebraska, he's going to join me as my guest pastor today, guest host today. And then also have uh, Jeff Loveland and 
Jarrell Roach is going to join us today. So we got a great show packed. Oh, yeah. Don't forget to go get that new exchange from Gospel Choice Music Award magazine, the exchange magazine. It's your boy on the cover, man. I want to thank everybody for all the support and love. Let's keep this thing going, man. But right now, let's get back to the show. Joining me now is my good friend, Pastor Ken Buttermore of Standing Stone Bible Church. How are you doing today, guys? Welcome to Straight Talk. Well, very good, Ricardo. It's great to be here. Hey, it's a little bit windy outside, in case you didn't realize that. Yeah, I know. And that, you know, in the beginning of the show, we want to remind people of the severe weather that's oh. that time of year, so we've got to be safe out there. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty windy here in Omaha. But it's good to be here with you. Now, they stuck you back here in the corner. Is there a reason for that? Well, I take up a lot of space. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, Pastor, we're talking today about it's, it's Resurrection Sunday is, is, is past. Yep, yep. Or it's mm -hmm. Easter Sunday, as they mm -hmm. like to be it's most popular known. Mm -hmm. um, what's next for the new Christians? You know, um, some people, you know, they come in, they have this fire, and they're ready to go, and they want to be at every service, and they just want to go, go, go. So, so what, what happens, happens to us that we, you know, five years down the road, we don't want to go, 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 and we don't want to be at every service, and we all kind of fizzle out. What what happens to us? That's, that's, what, that's, the, that's why I got you here. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Figure this thing out. <laughs> well, you know, yes, we just went through Passion Week. What a marvelous, just an amazing week that really changed history. And it changed our history, changed my history and your history, right? What a powerful week that was. But, you know, you even think about... Um, the, the Resurrection Sunday, and I almost look at those people as, say, newborn ones. You know, they had an idea that Jesus, well, you know, on the road to Emmaus, he said, we thought he was going to redeem Israel, he was a prophet. They didn't get yet that he was God and that what was, had happened, right? So, you know, I think about what happened on that Sunday morning, which would be this past Sunday morning when we celebrated Resurrection Sunday. And you just think about those, uh, what, what conspired there, or transpired there. So here's some women that go to the tomb really, really early, right? So they had observed his brutal death, just a terrible, terrible, oh my goodness, I, I can't put my mind around what happened there. They're really just overwhelmed. I mean, here they thought he was going to redeem Israel. He was a good man and went about doing good and all these kind of things. So they go to the tomb early, and as they're leaving, finding the tomb removed, the stone removed, Jesus encounters him. And he says, rejoice. Well, that's really the other side of the gospel. I mean, crucified, buried, and risen. Voila. And so rejoice. So you know what they wind up doing? They go racing back. We got news. We got news. Jesus is alive. Jesus. Isn't that kind of like a new believer? I mean, it should be. If you've come to understand the horribleness of your sin at Calvary, and you've come to encounter the living Jesus, you want to tell people, right? Right. So rejoice. He's alive. He's alive, right? Well, so then a few, a couple hours later, whenever it was, Mary goes to the tomb. And Mary there is looking for him. And she finds a gardener, not knowing it's Jesus. And Jesus says, Mary. And she says, Rabboni. And she comes up and clings to him. He says, don't cling to my Go to my father, your father, my father. But go to my brothers and meet me in Galilee, right? So again, I mean, so now what do we do? If we're, if we're new to say, let me just use that whole, those five encounters as kind of a picture of a new believer. So, so first of all, we're all excited, okay? The second thing is then we want to go and we want to hug Jesus. We love Jesus. We're amazed by Jesus. And so she goes to cling to him, and he says, Mary, don't cling to me, but go tell my brothers to meet me. So he puts her on a mission, puts her on a commission, right? And sometimes it's what he does with us too. Okay, so she goes and tells him. Well, later in the afternoon, we know this from Luke chapter 24, verse 34, that he appears to Peter. And so here, if, if I'm saved, I understand that I've been forgiven. I mean, Peter sinned egregiously, right? He said, I'll never deny you. And what did he do? 
He denied him. Yeah, three times. Yeah. And so he wept bitterly. Well, that's, you know, he's been hours now, a couple of days, weeping bitterly, just overwhelmed. But Jesus encounters him, and he's forgiven. That what he had done in his past was forgiven. There's a release. The rock's in his backpack. The backpack falls away. Pilgrim's progress, right? So again, I think if we're saved, all of a sudden we realize that our sins have been dealt with, and we don't need to bear them anymore. Jesus paid the price for them. So Peter, right? Well, then... He walks with the two on the road to Emmaus, and he says, I kind of think of myself in this, he says, foolish and slow of heart. I think foolish. Well, that's too often me, and slow of heart, that's too often me. What he says, um, he says, you know, so he un- un- opens scripture to him, and he walks him through Moses and, and Elijah, the, the prophets, right? And oh my goodness, and when they get done, he said, did our not hearts not burn within us? So there's just a hunger and a passion and an excitement for the word, right? So they go booking it back and they get back to the upper room. The first words are, he's appeared to Peter. Well, then they tell the story and then Jesus shows up. So in some senses to me, that's the church. Now they're, they're assembled together, right? And Jesus shows up and he says, peace to you. And he says, I am, I'm alive. You know, touch me, feel me. Hey, you got any food? I mean, you think about a fellowship dinner. Think about communion in that kind of stuff, you know. And then he talks about um, the idea that, you know, I, I, I want you to wait here, put someone on a mission, and then I'm going to commission you. The Holy Spirit will come upon you and empower you, and then you're going to go out and be my representatives, my ambassadors, right? So kind of the church scenario. So thinking about... Easter, thinking about what Jesus did for me and us, right? Then I think, just even taking those things that day, they went, they were grieving because of the cross. My sin sent him to Calvary, my sin. And I, I, boy, I'm broken. I'm sorry, I feel terrible about that. But I get to the tomb, and lo and behold, he's alive, and he tells me to rejoice. Hey, don't you get this? We see him two times in the cemetery. One time in John chapter 11, he's weeping. The next time, he's saying rejoice. So we can stand in cemeteries and weep. But for those of us who know Jesus, there's a rejoicing element in that, right? Yeah, okay. So they go. So then Mary goes and has a personal encounter with him. And voila, he knows her name. Are you kidding me? Mary. And she goes, Rabboni, boy, an act of personal worship. You ought to have personal worship times with Jesus, right? You ought to have times where you, you run to him, you cling to him. And he says, okay. You got work to do. I want you to go out, tell them to go to Galilee, meet me up there, right? So that personal worship. Then to understand my sins are forgiven, as Peter came to understand, right? That I don't need to carry that load anymore. You know, whatever I've done in my past, he says, I forgive, they're forgiven in Jesus. Wow. And then a passion for the word, hunger and thirst for righteousness, and his word comes alive. All of a sudden, the dots start making sense, and their T's are crossed, and wow. Our hearts burn within us because God's word is dynamic and powerful and impactful and wow. And then we go back to the, the kind of the church. I come together as the family of God and we come together and we bear testimony. He's appeared to Peter. Well, no, he appeared to us and we knew him in the breaking of bread. Oh my goodness. And then what? Jesus. Peace be to you. And their hearts were terrified. Ah, what a worship service, eh? Come on, you know? <laughs> okay, so my point is, take, just take even that day, and I think you can kind of see the elements of what new birth, what new life ought to invoke in one, you and me. My, my point about that is, again, it's sad that we cool in all of that. It's sad that we kind of, you know, so that rock, that forgiveness he gave Peter, sometimes we pick that problem back up and we start carrying it again. 
or you know we don't have the passion and the excitement for the god's word like we should have you know that, that we kind of cool that stuff sad on us but boy to me that day is a good picture of what i ought to be every day with him right rejoice i love jesus i'm forgiven i walk in the word i mean i love the word and the fellowship of the, the family huh now you got way more than you wanted right there no, but I got I, everybody else out there who's watching got everything they needed because okay, well, it's amazing because uh, yeah, you're right. Like as soon as we get we get saved and we get that zeal and we're off and we're gone. Yeah. And then we try to we kind of pick that problem back up. Isn't that something? Why we do that? Casting all your care upon him. Here's a can I, you have time to to quick story. As long as you as long as you talk, we got time. There could be hours. Okay. No. No. no okay. Okay. So. A gal came to me about two months ago, and she woke up with a problem with one of her children, right? So she wakes up in the middle of the night. She picks her Bible up and starts reading. That's a wonderful, wonderful thing to do. She starts in Psalm 139. She reads all the way to Psalm 150. She doesn't find peace. She doesn't find an answer. She goes back to uh, Psalm 1. She starts reading in Psalm 1, and she comes ultimately to Psalm 27, and she, and she reads this verse in Psalm 27. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. He will strengthen you. He will strengthen your heart. Wait, I say on the Lord. And she said, that kind of brought her calm. And so she went to sleep. So she came into me and she says, so what do I do? I said, what, what verse did you read? What did you read? She said, Psalm 27, verse 14. I said, what's it say? Wait on the Lord. You have good courage. He'll strengthen your heart. Wait on the Lord. She said, but what do I do? I said, what did the verse say? Wait on the Lord. She said, but what do I do? I said, lay the rock down. Lay the rock down. And wait. <laughs> and wait. <laughs> I know. Okay, y'all, man. We got more stuff coming up with Pastor Terry Butterworth right here from Standing Stone Bible Church in Gretna, Nebraska. Yeah, I'm about to say Missouri. I or you're going to say Louisiana or Mississippi. <laughs> no, it's Nebraska. <laughs> we'll be right back with more right after these words from our Okay. When the phone rings, most of us answer the call. We get a text message. We answer the text. But what if God is calling you to ministry? Are you going to answer that call? At Central Christian College of the Bible in Moberly, Missouri, we exist for the sole purpose of helping people answer God's call. Since 1957, Central Christian has been preparing students for the pulpit, for the choir, for the mission field, and for the church. If God has placed a call in your heart, call us at 660-263-3900 or check us out online at cccb.edu. <laughs> Straight Talk with Ricardo Montgomery is taking 2022 by storm. That's what makes this show great because we talk about what's real. Straight Talk is not afraid to take it to the next level by questioning everything in the Bible. It's a very interesting question, and let me uh, explain to you this way. With church leaders. Preach reconnecting people to Christ. Discussing real topics that we face daily. You can't do that without asking a hard-hitting question, right? You're right, fam. Give your faith walk a boost each Saturday at 6 p.m. on Facebook and YouTube. Awesome program, awesome program. For the Straight Talk with Ricardo Montgomery. First Start Academy and Needs 2 Child Care Center provides an environment that empowers all young minds to learn, grow, and develop while being in a nurturing environment. Needs 2 have children started from the age of 6 weeks to 5 years old. First Start Academy also offers an after-school program from ages 6 to 12 years old. First Start Academy and Needs 2 Child Care Center supports, celebrates, and values each family served 
and will always be committed to creating lifelong learners to discover their talents and abilities. If affordable, nurturing child care is what you desire, contact one of our locations today. Call First Start Academy at 601-544-6443 or call Needs 2 Child Care Center at 601-582-2727. First Start Academy and Needs 2 Child Care Center, a nurturing environment, empowering young minds. Welcome back to the show. Sitting here with my guest host today, Pastor Ken Furthermore, Standing Stone, Bible Church. Pastor, we're going to talk about a little bit about Standing Stone, but we still want to talk about this. What's next for um, the, 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 new, the new faith members um, that, okay. that gave their life to Christ yeah, yeah. Yeah. Resurrection uh, Sunday? Um, now, we discussed that being on fire and um, you also dive into something that kind of goes into my next subject, which is, um, you know, when you're the first one, let's say you're the first one to be saving your family and and picking that stone up, like you talked about with Peter, you know, picking up that, those stones and carrying that burden. How, how do you guide someone when they're like the first one, they're like, oh my God, what did I do? Because when they go back to the environment, there's no one speaking. Yeah, yeah, and that's oh, I know. I and you do run into people like that. They're the first ones saved in their family, and then they they start doing this Jesus thing. They start going to church. Uh, they start quoting scripture. They stop using foul language. You know what is wrong with you? And they get rejected and they get mocked, and it becomes really difficult. Let me just take you on a walk through the Beatitudes because again, I think about being a new believer. He says, "Blessed are the poor in spirit, for there's kingdom of God." Poor, and then they mourn. So poor is I understand. I can't save me. I need saved. I can't save me. Mourn is I groan and I grieve over my sin. I, I you know I disobey my parents. I lie or whatever else. I, I mourn and I grieve. Meek is that I bow the knee, I humble myself, and that to me is getting saved. So it starts with, I can't save me, my sins got me in trouble with God, but I can bow at the cross and be saved, right? So these next five pieces, he says, they hunger and thirst for righteousness. So now I'm in the Word, and the Word is challenging me. The Word is saying, you can't do that, you need to do this, coming out from one and be separate. So I start changing, right? Now sometimes it's not a, a real open act of mine, I just start changing, and people, family, maybe, maybe even, even my spouse, spouse. you know, what's, what's happened, happened to you, right? right? And, and then, then he talks to me about the, the, the next one is mercy, forgiveness. forgiveness. So, so, you know, are the merciful. So, so now I start forgiving people that have misused me. I used to just, I talked about, I'll just make this up. I talked about my dad. My dad didn't treat me right. And I hate my dad, da, 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 da. Now I don't talk that way anymore because now with the forgiveness I've received, I grant forgiveness, I'm merciful. So now I don't, I'm not mad, I'm not mean-spirited toward people like I used to be. And people think, what What are you smoking? What are you doing, right? And then pure in heart. Well, pure in heart now is I see sin, I fix sin. I don't want to continue to live in sin. So I want, because I'm a chip off the old block, he being holy, I want to be holy. So now I, when I do sin, I confess my sin. Well, I used to not do that. Well, now I'm confessing my sin. Will you forgive me? I'm sorry. I sinned, right? Then he talks about being peacemakers. Now I start wanting helping help other people, you know, get right with God and get right with one another. All those things make me weird. I mean, that's not the way I used to be. I used to be about me. I used to be about my pride. I used to be about my direction and all that. And now all of a sudden, there's something wrong with me. 
from, from their perspective, right? And the last one is the persecuted for righteousness' sake. And that's kind of what your, your point was right there, right? Persecuted for righteousness' sake. And so he says, you know, in First Peter chapter 4, he says, they think it's strange that you do not run with them in their same flood of dissipation, their, their flood of evil. And when you and I don't do that, then and suddenly we're condemning them. Because now we're saying, we don't agree with you. We disagree with lying, cheating, coveting, adultery, whatever all those things are, right? Well, then they start taking issue. And taking issue, they start becoming enemies, right? So, you know, what is the, what's the, what's the, the strength in that, the hope in that, the help in that? You know, again, I think casting all the care upon him, he cares for me, right? I think being in the Word, his Word gives me, remind me who I am in him. You know, you're a new creation. Um, there's, uh, you know, all the Father gives me will come to me. He who comes to me, I will no wise cast out. He who's begun a good work, and you will complete it till the day. You know, all those kind of verses or promises. I think we need believers. I think we need to rally have other people. You know, sometimes we get wounded pretty bad by loved ones and family or friends even, right? So Acts, uh, Mark chapter 2 uh, the guy was wounded really badly. He had friends on his friends, stretcher bearers. They took him to Jesus. Well, you know the crowd, but you know what they did. I mean, they ripped the roof off. We're taking our friends to Jesus. So you've got to have those kind of people in your life. So as the pressures come, and one of my favorite verses, First uh, Corinthians ten thirteen. There is no trial or persecution or attack or rejection taking you, but such as is common. You're not being singled out. This happens to all kinds of people all the time, right? But God is faithful. Just that, but God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted above or tried or persecuted above that you're able, but will make a way of escape that you might be able to bear it. So God knows what we're up against. God puts limits on it. God puts lines on it. God is going to use that. Second uh, Corinthians 12, the thorn in the flesh, he says, that way I show through you. So when I respond the way he wants me to respond to persecution of problems and trials, He's showing through me. So it's a form of evangelism. God's going to use that then to draw those people to Calvary. You know, so, okay, I don't like persecution. I don't like pain. I don't like rejection. God says, I allow it because I'm up to something. Trust me, I'm up to something, right? And so, okay, all right, God, then, then have that. Help me respond well. So the point is, I think we will be tested and tried and persecuted if we're truly his and if we're going to walk with him. But the same point is, we can trust God that he's going to guide us through it. You know, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me and will provide a way, right? So I think we got hope and help and all that. For those people that are new believers and now start coming under persecution and attack, stick with it. God is faithful. God will carry you. He will get you to the other side. He will send people alongside you. Tell people your, your plight. Tell people your heart. Let them know so they can come along, pray for you, support you, give you verses, right? Because it will happen. If you and I, says in, in Second Timothy, he says, um, persecution, Second Timothy 3.12, yea, all who are godly will suffer persecution, right? And sometimes that comes by people that are very close to us, you know, a, a parent or a child or a spouse, right? But that doesn't change what we need to do. We need to be, we embrace Jesus, love Jesus, be passionate for Jesus, walk with Jesus, talk about Jesus, and then they're going to attack, but that's okay. I mean, you know, just don't retaliate. Don't, 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 don't get into that game, right? Just, you know, as Jesus in First Peter chapter 2, he was silenced in the face of his accusers, right? So, so stick with it. God's going to use it. God's up to something. Go God, right? That's right. And you know what? 
we have a we have a nice little crew, crowd of people just coming by today. So if y'all hear anything going on, if you hear like talking and stuff, it's, it's because Pastor Ken is laying down a word and he just drives people in. <laughs> they just come in and I'm like, wait a minute, Pastor Ken's giving the word somewhere. Let's go find it. <laughs> Well, I don't know. That. Hey, do I have time to tell you just a little piece yeah. yet? Okay. So I think about those the, 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 that resurrection morning. There, you know, the, we talked about those five encounters and stuff. So Je- Thomas wasn't there, right? So the next week, they're in an upper room, and Thomas is there. Now, the, the first Sunday, they can't travel. They're still unleavened bread. So they're still restricted in traveling, right? So they're still in that week of feast and that when Jesus sees them. I, I, my my impression is that God warned them and told them to wait here, wait for Thomas. So the next week he's there. Well, then they go to Galilee. Like remember, he told the women and he told Mary. So they go up to Galilee. He encounters seven of them on the Sea of Galilee. You know, and they, they, he has a fire and they cook fish. And he says, "Do you love me more than these?" You know that story. The Great Commission on the mountain. And then we come down back down to Jerusalem to the Mount of Olives, and Jesus ascends. Forty days after his resurrection, he ascends. Right. Then it's 10 days before we come to Acts chapter 2. But just think about this. So Passover, Josephus says there's about a million people that came to Passover, about a million. Josephus says that they killed anywhere from 250,000 to 300,000 lambs at Passover. Quarter million. I mean, you think about that. That's just unbelievable. But think of the mass of people. What happened? What had just happened seven weeks before? We had we had this this prophet from Nazareth come in and create havoc. I mean, he, he triced out the temple on Monday. My goodness, the Romans were all upset over that. The Sanhedrin's all upset. The whole city's all upset. Who is this man, right? And then we have other things happen. Then when he's crucified, it's dark from noon to three. The veil of the temple is rent. There's an earthquake. And then what happens on that resurrection morning? People from the dead come knocking at the door. Hey, you got breakfast? I thought, Ernie, you died four weeks ago. What are you doing? You know, I mean, the place is just nuts that week. It's crazy. Okay, so now here we are seven weeks later. And you think about the Sanhedrin, which is the ruling body. You think about the priests. You think about uh, all the sects of Judaism. You think about Jerusalem. You think about the Romans. Okay, here we come to another big, big week. And, you know, according to the law, Every uh, Jewish male, 20 and over, has to be there. Now, Josephus says that the numbers weren't as great as Passover, but still. So that's, again, why the disciples are in Jerusalem, because they're required by the law to be there, right? So say even at that rate, see if you have a half a million with a million, you got a million people there. Okay, so what's going to happen? This Jesus, they say he resurrected. Is he going to show up? I mean, you think about Rome, they're probably on the verge of getting another legion in there, because who knows what's going to happen here. Well, you know what happened? God showed up. So what happens? They're in the upper room, and it says, when Pentecost had fully come in Acts chapter 1, the Holy Spirit came in, there's the sound of a rushing mighty wind, and t- tongues of fire, and, and then the, the, the Spirit comes on these guys. Well, they go over to the, the morning oblation at the temple, and they start speaking these languages of foreigners. You know, now, if you, if you understand Isaiah 28, God says, when there's a foreign language spoken in this place, it's a sign of my judgment. It's a sign of my wrath. It's a sign that I am going to punish. Well, so when the Jews get wind of this, I mean, they're all upset. So he's upsetting the apple cart again. It's a different way. But basically, he's saying, I'm done with the temple. I'm done with Judaism. I'm done with Jerusalem. It's now to the Gentiles. And it's a major statement made in public, in front of, and who's Peter? So Peter gets up, and he gets up, and he says, this Jesus whom you crucified, God rose. He makes a public statement in front of the Sanhedrin, in front of everybody on Temple Mount. 
So they've been kind of quiet for seven weeks. There's been some encounters. They've been prepared. And then what's he do? He gets up and he makes a profound statement that God is turning away from you and he's turning to the Gentiles. And he makes it in front of all the Jews, in front of Jerusalem, in front of the Sanhedrin. Another major, major earthquake of a different type, but a major earthquake. And so these days, that those days back then are huge and they're still huge with us today. You know, so again, you think about persecution, then they became persecuted, right? You read that in the next chapters. They became persecuted for their stand for Jesus. So we will, we can expect that. It may not be as harsh as some they, they, they experience, but we will, ex- we will be persecuted. It goes with the territory. If we're really passionate, if we're really excited about him, we're going to be persecuted. Knowledge, knowledge, knowledge. <laughs> it's, it's all that comes with it. Pastor, you want to tell us real quick about Standing Stone, about your church? Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah very, very good, very good. I um, I came in 98, so I've been there almost um, 20, coming up 24 years. Yeah, I know. Um, uh, we, uh, we're an independent Bible church right along Highway 6. If you go by uh, Dove Auto and uh, Gretna Small Engine, we're right between there. Um, good church. I mean, uh, we, we love the Lord. We love His Word. Uh, God's doing great things. Um, I... Again, you know, I've been there a long time, and at some point you just become a fixture, so they just put up with you. Well, the old man, I mean, one of these days he'll retire, one of these days he'll croak, and we can move on. Right now we're just stuck with him. So that's what that's their problem. They're just stuck with me. <laughs> Y'all go by there and see what they're stuck with. You got a chance. You got a chance to go by there and check them out. Service Sundays at 10? At 10 o'clock, yes, yes. 10 o'clock, yeah. go by there and get your good You word. came once. You need to come back, bud. Oh, I'm coming back. Okay. Okay. I'm coming back. I love, I, I love to hear him preach. I mean, I can sit here. I don't know if y'all was paying attention, but while he was talking, I'm sitting there like, eh? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm like, well, that's, what, that, that's what all my church people do. They go, what's he talking about now? <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back, Lord. Pastor Kid is my guest host, but we got Jeff Loveland and Jarrell Roach coming up soon. So y'all be right back. Right after these words to my spot. First Start Academy and Needs 2 Child Care Center provides an environment that empowers all young minds to learn, grow, and develop while being in a nurturing environment. Needs 2 have children started from the age of 6 weeks to 5 years old. First Start Academy also offers an after-school program from ages 6 to 12 years old. First Start Academy and Needs 2 Child Care Center supports, celebrates, and values each family served and will always be committed to creating lifelong learners to discover their talents and abilities. If affordable, nurturing child care is what you desire, contact one of our locations today. Call First Start Academy at 601-544-6443 or call Needs 2 Child Care Center at 601-582-2727. First Start Academy and Needs 2 Child Care Center, a nurturing environment, empowering, What's up, everybody? It's your family member, Charles Jenkins. This means war. And listen, you're tuned in. Stay locked in to Straight Talk with my brother from another mother, Ricardo Montgomery. When the phone rings, most of us answer the call. We get a text message, we answer the text. But what if God is calling you to ministry? Are you going to answer that call? At Central Christian College of the Bible in Moberly, Missouri, We exist for the sole purpose of helping people answer God's call. Since 1957, Central Christian has been preparing students for the pulpit, for the choir, for the mission field, and for the church. If God has placed a call in your heart, call us at 660-263-3900 or check us out online at cccb.edu. 
Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this wonderful day. Thank you for everything you've done for us. We're here because we are blessed and we are trying to make every day count for you, Father God. Thank you for everything. Amen. Welcome back. Welcome back to the show, y'all. Um, this segment is brought to you by GoPo Gourmet Popcorn. Go by there and check them out. See the website right there on the screen. Get yourself some freshly made popcorn. Any flavor, they got it all for you. Just go to GoPo GourmetPopcorn.com. Back here at Divine True Christian Bookstore, we got our crowd that's hanging out with us. Uh, and then I got this man of God hanging out with me today, Mr. Jeff Lovely. How you doing today? He's with uh, minister, uh, the minister. He's the minister of faith. Faithfully United. <laughs> and I am happy to have him here because this guy, man, he has helped me through a lot of things. I reached out to him. We sat down and talked. I think we had what, a two-hour conversation. I think so, yeah. I had to get a couple cups of coffee. And, it was yeah, good. It's worth uh, it. <laughs> and I'm so happy to have you here. Welcome straight up. Thank you so much, Ricardo. Thank you for having me on. And I'm just excited to just be a part of what you're doing and, and um, how God's moving through you. So thank you. I thank you too, man. But, uh, Look, let's get into it. First thing first, we, we're, our topic today, we're talking about is, you know, we're past Resurrection Sunday. Yep. As, uh, Pastor Ken was laying down just knowledge at the knowledge. Yes, he was. <laughs> it was fun uh, to watch. <laughs> uh, for you, when you, uh, if so, you meet a new Christian, what, what do you tell them? What's next yep. as they prepare for this walk? Once they, you know, become saved, you know, yep. a lot of people get a life of Christ right at the Easter. Absolutely. So I guess... If I'm going to be honest with you, what what is on my heart to share is not just for a new believer. I think it's just for any believer. Um, let me share this first. So, Ricardo, as you know, a, a few days back, we had this this heavy, dense fog that rolled into town. And I was traveling down these roads that I've traveled many times before. And um, they're familiar to me. But yet, this time was different, right? And so... I can't see any more than two car lengths in front of me. I can see brake lights off in the distance, but that's about it. So what, what's different about this is now I have to be patient. I have to endure the challenge that's in front of me. I have to be aware of what's going on. And I also have to be, um, I have to move forward. You know, you can't just stand still. That can create issues as well. Um, but I kind of see that with our walk with Christ as well. Um, we have to be patient, or we, ha we have to have patience in what we do. Uh, we got to realize it's God's timing, not ours. We want to speed ahead, but just like that um, fog storm, um, I just had to go a little bit at a time. And what a blessing that is. Um, you know, there's something about God's timing in our lives where he's, he's doing something new in us as a new believer or as a, any believer. And it takes time for that transition to take place, that transformation. Um, you know, I just, we want to rush the process, but before he can move in us and through us and around us, it's going to take a little time because we are going down familiar paths, but now there's something new that we're going forward in. Um, endurance. This life has difficult times. We have the highs and lows in life and, and there will be trials and difficulties, but we are told that we must endure whatever comes our way. And if we are believers in Christ, we have the strength to do so. Um, awareness. Awareness, when I was thinking about this, is we need to know what we're doing, and we need to know what we've done in the past. So in order to 
produce good fruit, we must be aware of those things around us that are trying to go after that good fruit. And then lastly, we must keep moving forward. Um, in this life, sometimes you'll get knocked down, but you just need to keep getting back up. You need to keep moving forward and, and uh, uh, praise God. He's with us every step of the way. Yeah, I know this right, man. I, I like the phrase I grew up with. They used, they use uh, push. They say push. Yes. And they say just, just, just keep going until something happens. Amen. Uh, but I tell you, man, you know that's great because you know a lot of times we get these you know coming to these you know get yourself saved and sometimes some people backslide you mm -hmm. know need to get that plug in and you know get it and while they're on fire now we we need to have something happen now. To keep them to stay the course, and you're right. Absolutely. You know, it could be like a fog storm. You slow down. <laughs> yeah. They get tired. Because once he lifts the fog, you can just speed on. <laughs> you can speed on by your business. Be like, Lord, forgive me. Forgive me. I'll have passed up everything. <laughs> but, uh, tell us about what you have going on in uh, about uh, Faithfully United. Yeah, so Faithfully United. Uh, a few years back, God woke me up with this dream of uniting the body of Christ and helping people in need. And some of the ways we can unite the body of Christ with different views on different things is, is through prayer, through worship, and through serving one another. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, you know, Faithfully Night is, it's a young ministry, but it's a good ministry. It's one that's found on, found on God's word and just going forward, loving, uh, loving God and loving our neighbors and being intentional in all that we do. Uh, we've had some worship events the last couple of years where we just bring people from different parts of the city. They look different, they sound different, but yet we're all believers in Christ. And it shows that it's much bigger than just one or two people. It's There's a whole kingdom. And it's it's so amazing to see. It's What we're going after right now is the sound of Omaha. I believe every city has its own sound, and what we want to do is bring the sounds together. Uh, English, Spanish, Latino, I guess that's the same thing. <laughs> um, gospel, rap, all these different expressions of worship, because God gave people these gifts to worship. And here's the best part, is we want to go after a citywide choir. Um, I was in my work cubicle a couple years ago, and I was listening to this, uh, I was trying to find a certain song for a message I was preparing, and I came across a Billy Graham Crusade album. And I heard like, it had to be been hundreds of voices singing. And now we're going after this vision of bringing singers together. They don't have to be on the worship stage. They just want to sing a joyful sound or just want to worship the Lord. And I believe there's a move of singers on the horizon. And I'm excited to see what that sounds like and looks like. Well, you got one here. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I mean, I can sound. I can sound. Sure, yeah. It ain't going to sound sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I can make a joyful noise. Yes, yes. That's my that's my expression. <laughs> it's awesome because, you know, uh, we have to get to the point where we unify the body of Christ yep. because um, I, you, you and I both know that I think that that's how we really can affect our community and make our community really strong for Jesus is by having that unity there yep. and take that, as uh, Dr. King so greatly pointed out, you know, take that segregation away on yep. Sunday and have us all worshiping God together because, you know, how are we going to be able to save the lost if, if yep. we show that, oh, no, you can only go here or we can only go here. Right now, if you turn on the news, there's many different things that are trying to pull us from what we believe and what we say we believe. And, and to be honest with you, with 
everything that's going on in this world, we have an answer for it, and it's found right here in the Bible. Um, I believe, I mean, we live in a fallen world. You know, there is sin, and then there is heart uh, heartache, and there is there's some rough things out there. But there's also something amazing in that is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And so, um, as believers, we can do our part now, and we can shine, and we can love on one another, and and be representation of what Jesus is to us. And then someday we get to see him face to face, and what a joy that will be. Yeah, because you want him to say, serve <laughs> Yes. well done. Amen. You want the well done, because maybe like, yeah, I did it, Jesus, I did it. <laughs> always, uh, always uh, I've seen a comedian say one time, uh, uh, you don't want to be at the gate and then looking for your mama nail back there talking about cigar. Hey, mama, you know, can I get a plus one? I know you got a plus one. <laughs> but, you know, man, I thank you for all you're doing, man. How people can find you? So you can go to our website, www.faithfullyunited.org, or you can find us on Facebook. And, um, you know, we we are very, very mission-oriented, very uh, intentional about taking the church to the people and just reaching whoever comes across our path. And um, what we need is we just need people to come join us in this mission to support us either in action or financially. That's a huge blessing too, but, but also most importantly, uh, prayer. So that's, we definitely could use prayer as we go after what the Lord put in front of us. When the phone rings, most of us answer the call. We get a text message, we answer the text. But what if God is calling you to ministry? Are you going to answer that call? At Central Christian College of the Bible in Moberly, Missouri, we exist for the sole purpose of helping people answer God's call. Since 1957, Central Christian has been preparing students for the pulpit, for the choir, for the mission field, and for the church. If God has placed a call in your heart, call us at 660-263-3900 or check us out online at cccb.edu. Ricardo Montgomery's taken 2022 by storm. That's what makes this show great because we talk about what's real. Straight Talk is not afraid to take it to the next level by questioning everything in the Bible. It's a very interesting question, and let me uh, explain to you this way. With church leaders. Preach reconnecting people to Christ. Discussing real topics that we face daily. We can't do that without asking a hard-hitting question, right? You're right, fam. Give your faith walk a boost each Saturday at 6 p.m. on Facebook and YouTube. Awesome program, awesome program. For the Straight Talk with Ricardo Montgomery. First Start Academy and Needs 2 Child Care Center provides an environment that empowers all young minds to learn, grow, and develop while being in a nurturing environment. Needs 2 have children started from the age of 6 weeks to 5 years old. First Start Academy also offers an after-school program from ages 6 to 12 years old. First Start Academy and Needs 2 Child Care Center supports, celebrates, and values each family served and will always be committed to creating lifelong learners to discover their talents and abilities. If affordable, nurturing child care is what you desire, contact one of our locations today. 
Call First Start Academy at 601-544-6443 or call Needs 2 Child Care Center at 601-582-2727. First Start Academy and Needs 2 Child Care Center, a nurturing environment, empowering young minds. Welcome back, welcome back to the show, y'all. This segment is brought to you by The Craft Center. Go get that book, man. It's out there right there on Amazon. Uh, written by my wife, so yes, I'm going to shout it out. Good plug. Uh, yeah, you have to. Come on. Uh, Good plug. <laughs> uh, so go right there and check it out. The Craft Center is available right now on Amazon. You can get the soft or the hardback, so go check it out right now. Hanging out with us today, man, I am happy to have it. I've been meeting so many new friends. Y'all follow me on Facebook. I said God is going to open up all kinds of doors. Come on. And... Pastor King, Jeff Loveland. Come on. And now this young man. Come on, man. Reverend Jarrell Roach. Welcome to Straight Talk, man. How you doing today, man? I'm good. Staying steady. I'm glad to be on Straight Talk. We here with Ricardo. Watch out now. Come on. The connector. The networker. Yeah. You know, the one that brings it together. The smooth talker. The righteous stepper. Ricardo. Montgomery. Okay. Now, see, I, 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 I didn't do it. Junior. I just feel like you just need a junior at the end of your name. You just seem like a Ricardo Jr. All right, come on. No, no, no. All right, all right. No, well, I guess my daughter, well, she would she hate on you for that. What's that? We call him, but we call him, I ain't no junior. With you, no violence. I'm yeah, sorry. Like, yeah, she kind of like Kofi's dog. Yeah. Like, I'm the one that's yeah. going to take it. I'm the one that that's got it. Ain't funny. no junior. Ain't no junior coming to you. But, uh, me, I like to call this guy the Swiss Army knife of God. Come this, on. this dude do it all. Like this, this guy's on radio. Swiss chocolate, and he's uh, he he got he's in multiple different ministries, yeah. all over the place, man. Great dad, man. He just do it all, man. Thank you, sir. So how do you keep it balanced? Well, first thing first. I'm sorry, y'all. Yeah, yeah. First thing first. All good. We're past Easter now. I gotta yeah. get you on what we talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, man. So we're past yeah. yeah Resurrection Sunday. You know, everybody like to call it Easter. Yeah, and um. What what advice would you give a new Christian who's like just getting started? Yeah, man. Uh, just gave their life to Christ and just getting going. Yeah, yeah. best decision you've ever made. Uh, welcome home and welcome into your brand new life. A uh, few things that I recommend uh, that I would say from my own life, my own personal experience, because we walk with people uh, through this process quite regularly, is um, spend time with God. Uh, he speaks and uh, you actually have the ability to hear him, I believe. Uh, that's, uh, that's the way, the way you came, came to say, say yes, yes I'll, I'll follow you, you is because he speaks and you and you listened and you uh, you went forward into a decision that he's been calling you to your whole life. So, so spending time with him, it can be amazingly like it's it's you can see it emulated through Jesus. If you're reading the Gospels, like the, the New Testament, Jesus gets away to spend time with his father, not just God, the creator, the king, but his daddy. All right. And uh, he's praying to his father. He's seeking his father. He's listening to his father because God does speak. And it may not be like uh, the voices we've heard off of TV. You know what I'm saying? It, it may not sound like that. He speaks to imagery. He speaks to impressions. Uh, he speaks to uh, reminding you. Uh, a memory is one of the one of the dopest things he gives you so he reminds you that he loves you he reminds he reminds you how much he cares for you you might navigate uh you might find yourself navigating through some things that might have brought you some shame or some heartbreak or some heartbreak and right in the midst of it you'll feel him giving you this impression of how he has released you from that how he loves you and he cares for you so spending time with god and if you don't know what prayer looks like it's this is a great example it's speaking to him 
and then it's slowing down. It's growing quiet to hear from him. I got a notebook, my handy dandy notebook, Blues Clues. All right, and if you in the if you in the hood, that's uh, for Crips. All right, uh, they got a red they got a red notebook. They got red you know a red dog over with the bloods. I'm just saying, just saying. All right, and. Uh, uh, but, uh, but it's, it's writing, writing things, things down, down. It's, it's it's writing memoirs of what God is saying and what God is speaking, but time with God. God. It's, it's a real relationship. relationship. This ain't no just, just we show up to church on Sunday, Sunday get something from the pastor, pastor and then kind of go about our business. Um, another, another thing, thing that I, I, I would recommend is just kind of watch, watch your content. content. You know, uh, if you if you are born into something that's brand new, like you go into a brand new school because Jesus is a teacher, he will teach you. Watch the music you're listening to. There's music that that edifies God. There's music that will point you in the right direction towards understanding him and yourself better. Uh, there's media out there that do that does the same thing. And I'm not telling you to go watch, you know, Peer Flix. Uh, that's that's Christian Netflix. I'm not telling you to go do that. That's good, too. But I'm saying just watch the content. Killing, blowing things up. Sabotage, sabotage affairs may not be the things that you need to watch. watch. You might need to watch some movies that are geared around wholeness, like uh, seeing people's lives change. There might be some, you know, some stuff based on some true stories, kind of stuff. You might, you know, people making transformation. You know, I remember when I was on my walk early on, I was watching a lot of documentaries. Like I was watching like documentaries of great men and women that were shifting this world. I just there's a lot of stuff I had to throw. That's a long answer, but time with God, and then lastly, time in His Word. Psalms 119, it's amazing, Psalms 119, 1 through 8. It basically describes that those um, that those that know God follow Jesus, you know, if you will, they, they follow his word. So taking time to read this and get to, to understand it, when you open it, it literally opens you up. Open it, read it, not just as a book and as a resource, but read it as the source. Slow down, read it, take it in, step back, think about it. You don't have to go through and read the whole thing, no. Just, it's... Man, read some, sit back, take it all in, ask God, how is this working in my life? What am I supposed to do with this kind of thing? And just watch him, start changing your mind, start changing your thoughts. He's gonna give you different actions. Then it's a matter of following it. That's how he speaks. You gotta listen to what he's putting in your heart. Watch what he's putting in your heart and then follow it. That's, that's it's simple, but man, from people at the, what you might consider Great leaders in Christian, Christian, the Christian, and uh, Christianum, what do they call it, in God's kingdom, something like that, uh, to those that are just getting started, just like yourself or people that you know. Same thing. It's like the NBA shooting free throws or shooting free throws in elementary school. Same thing. You just grow deeper in it, you get better at it. Um, there's challenges that come with it, uh, but you continue to shoot the same shot and build the same rhythms. That's it. Oh, last thing I'll say uh, problems. Um, they're, they're, they can go, go away. away. But because, because you follow Jesus now doesn't mean they all go away. It just means that there's someone there to navigate you through them. So don't let disappointments rob you. Don't let your disappointments all of a sudden make you throw your hands up and be like, oh, God is not real. Jesus is not real. He promised that we would have problems in this life. Stay connected to him. Get along with him. Ask him what he thinks about the problems. Ask him to help you navigate through the problems. Get back in his word. Find out how people walk through difficult situations, how people messed up, because you'll see yourself in here, like I see myself in here. See how people overcame them. See how people walk through, well, had the chance to walk into problems or, 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 or horrible situations, but they went the other route. Just watch what people are doing. Uh, that's helpful. But that's what people that love God and follow God are doing every single day, no matter where they are in his kingdom. They're doing the same exact things as I'm describing to a person that is brand new in this day. Get around people that are 
going after the same stuff. Hanging out with the friends that, I mean, you got to watch it. Just so much to it. Just so much to it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, that's probably so much. That's probably too much. But that's it. It's good. That's it. All right, cool. Now let me ask you a question. Yeah, yeah. It's a little personal. How old are you? I'll be 40 in September. Okay, you're 40. I'm, I'm in my 40s. Because I'm looking at your Bible here that yes, you have with you. Yes, sir. And you got things written up. You and Jeff, man, y'all, y'all think y'all are the only two young people around my age that still carries your Bibles on. Yes, sir. Like me, I got mine. It's, it's in the app. Yeah, right? yeah. Mine's in the yeah, phone. I, yeah. I use the app. I, I like the app, I, I'm too. loving this. That's why I actually yeah. like because I'm thinking like, I mean, you, you look good. Thank you, sir. You know? Thank you, sir. I mean, you, look, you look like you're 35. Yeah. Sugar will do this to you. Sugar. You, you see, you see how he called me Swiss chocolate. He missed the chocolate part. That's I didn't Swiss call it chocolate. chocolate, though. I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna call Swiss it chocolate. chocolate knife. That's it, man. Y'all <laughs> <laughs> see that? All right, but yeah, uh, I think it's important to still read your word. I think the app is great. I still use the app. I don't mind pulling up. Hey, Google, tell me where this verse is kind of at because I don't got everything memorized. Uh, but I do try to hide this word in my heart. But there's nothing like reading it. You can look at it from a scientific standpoint. You can look at it from a chemistry standpoint. But well, there's, there's nothing, nothing like, like opening these pages, pages and reading what people have dedicated their lives to. App is just fine. I use it too. But, you know, no, I'm, I'm writing. I'm, I'm writing in it. I'm, I'm, I'm tearing the tatting this thing up like a tat. Oh, you guys don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. But it's, it's writing in it. Love writing in scripture. Every single one of my Bibles. But I love keeping it with me. It's important. There's just nothing like opening it up and looking at the journey of where God takes you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So tell us, man, I mean, you know this Mr. Hilarious Hope. Watch, Watch out. What's, how do you Watch get, out. How do you get involved in all this? How do you balance your life? Watch out. I mean, like, cause you're like, your hands in everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I think I think balance. I think the two key words there are balance, or few balance, consistency, and just juggling. You know, a great leader taught that um, when it comes down to balance, life is always going to be out of balance because you're always going to be focusing on something more than the other. So, so it's about, about learning how to juggle. And a juggler starts off with, you know, two to three pieces of equipment. And before you know it, they're, they're juggling flaming swords and all this kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? So it's about knowing uh, that you have a thing coming into your hand. You're going to grab it in one, toss it to the other, and throw it and throw it in the air. So then you have your rhythm and your consistency. And your balance is going to be found in your rhythm and your consistency. Life happens. It gets crazy. Something shifts in your work schedule. It gets hectic. So the rhythm changes. Just like a juggler was going to drop something, but the idea is about picking it up and doing it again. Juggling, juggling is not sloppy. It's not a messy way of doing it. You're impressed when you watch a juggler. You know, you're like, how are they doing that? It takes a lot of practice. It takes a lot of rhythm, and it takes a lot of time. So as I've grown and matured, those words have come to mind. Words like people say, how you doing? I say, I'm staying steady. Like, like, what does what that, that mean? mean? Well, it beats saying I'm living the American, American dream. What is that? I'm living the dream. Shut up. You don't, you don't even know. You heard somebody else say that. All right, stop. So, so I'm more like, like I'm staying steady. steady. Why? Because, because that's, that's how I'm really doing. doing. My goal is to stay steady. It's to find my pace of grace. And it's to adjust when it gets out of sync because it does. And it's to be okay with that. It's to accept that. So between communicate. So my two life functions between all the things I do is about building opportunities of hope and communication those are the two things so i serve as a i'm a military vet 
I'm in the Air National Guard, 19 and a half years. I work out as a communications specialist is what I like to call it uh, in radio. I have my own spot. Uh, I'm a speaker. I've done over 4,000 presentations. I'm a comedian, preacher, panelist. I love joining people on podcast, all sorts of different things. But then I'm a full-time missionary, you know, and that's a big deal too. Um, most importantly, husband and a dad, you know. So you, you do these things by... Like what scripture says is there's a time and place for everything. And you plan well, you set yourself well up, you set yourself up to well to do it. You think about how you're going to do the next step. You you got to live in the place where you, you're winging things, making love up, uh, stuff as you go. But at the same time, you're, you're strong and consistent and, and things are thought out, they're methodical and they're calculated too. Yeah. You know. Comedy, and I'm just super anointed. I'm just, I'm just, I'll be making all sorts of mistakes, be forgetting all sorts of things. This, you know, I've been forgetting to follow up with Montgomery. We've been missing appointments, all sorts of stuff. We got it. Hey, yeah. in God's time, it's yeah. kind of like what really? you said earlier. Yeah, the fog will come, so That's we, it. we both got to learn. It may be on me. You That's kept it. you busy, oh, so saying, hey, rhythm, rhythm, rhythm. You know, so everything comes at time and place. But stand up. Yeah. Christian, yeah. How do those two? How do you make those? How do you marry those two? You know, like because yeah, I mean, because sometimes yeah. you know people aren't really into the jokes nowadays. Yeah, you know? man. I mean, I think a lot of times people are not, and I'll answer that in reverse. But I think a lot of times people are not into jokes because they haven't heard jokes, or if they've heard jokes, they've heard them in a, a capacity that doesn't that doesn't carry the same values as they carry as a Christian brother or sister, right? And so uh, the gifts of the Lord are given without repentance. I did not start off clean. I did not start off wanting to glorify the Lord. In fact, I was pretty raunchy and like what we, like some would see. So if they're looking at me, if some are looking at me and they're like, you're a Christian, but what, what were you just doing on Saturday night? That was, I didn't know you go to the same church as me. <laughs> you know, but, but uh, I had a conviction in my heart that said, I really wanted to follow Christ with everything I had. And I actually quit for a while. Cause I thought that's what he wanted me to do. Really what I was, Oh, and I didn't know the journey. I was on Sabbath. I was on rest. But in my heart, I was going to quit and walk away from it. But he stirred it up. And through prayer, prayer, talking with God, he literally spoke to me, gave me, gave me the impression that I was going to make people laugh again. <laughs> make people laugh again. Sorry. But it was going to be his way this time. And there ain't no better way to do it. People ask me all the time, how you have the success? How you doing all this speaking? You know, comedy. I say, man, let God lead your material. That is a hard selling point for people because they'd be like, skirt. Even people that love Jesus. Because there's this place where all of a sudden comedy seems like it's free. It's a lot of freedom in comedy. Uh, exercising your amendment rights. <laughs> but, uh, your God-given talents is what's first. And then so people have this assumption that they can get up there and just say whatever they want to, pastors, Christians or not. But that's not the way it's designed to be. God gave you the gift. He gives you it without repentance. And uh, the goal is not to have yourself repentant after you go do it. <laughs> so, yeah, adjust, have fun. Uh, um, the kingdom of God is love, joy, and peace. A third of the kingdom is joy. A third of the kingdom, like principle, you know, what the kingdom is built on. And so it's fun to go give people this, but don't rob them of an opportunity. And I don't, I got to be real, I don't get up and preach when I do comedy unless the, unless I call for it, you know, but it's taken me in places far beyond what speaking has, which is crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, you kind of need that sometimes in church. You do. People deal with a lot of different things in church and sometimes just bringing that comedic joy can help break some of the barriers that some people do have. Oh, and they are, because you start cracking those people like, they look at the pastor. 
<laughs> oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> we good. You know, and people learning. Yeah, people learning what to laugh at. And uh, man, I've done hundreds of comedy shows, maybe thousands. I don't know. In front of black audiences, white audiences, Latino audiences. We've even done some in South America. And people are looking for comedy. They're looking for a place to trust. And and a lot of us are trying to navigate what's funny and what's Jesus. And I mean, there are so many Bible stories that have so many that have so much humor in it and so much hilariousness into it, even when it's serious. But that's what comedians get a chance to do. That's why they're brought into big broadcast and they're brought in during real critical issues because they have this wisdom to them. Not saying it's godly all the time, but they have this wisdom where they can see a spectrum of an, of, of, of something happening and they can talk from both sides of it. And a lot of people respect them because they can be free in their language. But freedom doesn't always mean you say what you want to say. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So you walk with that through the church. You walk with that through when you're in prisons. You walk with that when you're in corporate. You walk with that when you're in front of your conservative brothers and sisters, liberal brothers and sisters. I love doing comedy shows with with those that are considered elderly, if you will. Like when you get brought in to go do something for, they just relate. They will crack up because they grew up with it. They grew up with it. And nowadays, it can seem so belligerent and offensive that people don't know what to trust. And that's it. That's where you build the trust at. I just love to go in and go with joy. And I just say, look, my comedy show is designed to make it feel like you and me are by ourselves. And we're going to laugh and we're going to crack up. And that's what it's going to be like. That's what we need. That's it. And then you have a show coming up soon, right? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Do I have a show coming up? Yeah, next week. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I will be. Okay. So that's. Yeah, yeah, okay, so yes, yes. Um, when I think of my show, I think of something I put together, my bad. I was like, did I put something together? Yeah, it's just busy. Yeah, we got a pretty full schedule, man. And I don't even mark it. So when I get to market and I look forward to God. But we're gonna be uh, at the Funny Bone, uh, opening up for Mr. Greg Morton. Greg Morton, well known from America's Got Talent, uh, has done a lot of voiceovers in the past for all sorts of movies. When you look back over, you're like, that's him? Yeah, so he's a, he's a quite the animated brother. And I'm a fan, so I look forward to, to opening up for him and doing work. But you know, we'll be preaching tomorrow at our Korean church, uh, our Burmese brothers and sisters. Uh, we'll be in Kansas this week sharing with Fellowship of Christian Athletes uh, and some of their mentor crews down there in small town Kansas, which is great. Uh, I'll be going to some small town, like, like they water tank is like a collagen, like a collagen jar, you know. <laughs> it's a collagen tank. That's their water tank for their town. I'd be like, wow, y'all don't have an airport. Y'all got paper planes. All right. And so <laughs> their motto is we just go where the wind blows. It's just crazy stuff. But um, I'll be in Kansas uh, coming up here. Uh, then we'll be back at the Funny Bone again. And then I'll be in uh, doing another comedy uh, cafe event. A lot of fundraisers people bring in for that. You know you're good when you can go do comedy shows in any place and rock it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's so, it's so fun. We'll be, we just did a, uh, a virtual Hope event for all the prisons and jails here in Nebraska. That's one of those things we do too. And all sorts of stuff, man. And yeah. We want to keep that steady flow, continually sharing hope and creating a, uh, uh, creating create opportunities for hope and communicating. communicating. That's, That's it. it. Those are the two focuses. I tell you what, man, it's it's a blessing, man. It's always good, though. I mean, just me myself. I all my jokes come from my wife and kids. We need to get Ricardo on the stage. We're gonna be hold on, man. We're gonna be hosting like comedy workshops. So the thing that happens is people can come in, they can learn comedy from a professional comedian. We teach them the formatics, but we also just coach them in their style. 
Uh, we take professional headshots. Uh, we get them up doing comedy a lot during the workshop so they can work it out. We give them a three to five minute set and then we create a show just for them and their friends and then we invite our friends out. We record it, we give them a professional shot or we give them a professional set. Uh, and that way they can they can move on in their journey that way if they want to or not. It's, it's super cool, but this is the way God blesses you. I wouldn't have thought this way when I was trying to do it on my own. But now that I'm doing it for him, we're doing it different. You know, we're getting as, Ricardo out there. As, uh... You say all these things, and, and I'm just gonna be transparent because I'm sure somebody find me on YouTube. Yeah, I used to do stand up. Come on, Ricardo. Uh, yeah, but I was kind of like, like you said, like in the beginning, like really wrong. Sinner. That's what he yeah. was. He was a sinner. <laughs> and he needed. It. And so, so uh, if y'all find those, please don't judge. Me. Uh, but uh, yeah, man. So, but uh, yeah, my wife has always been asking me to get back into it, especially since. Um, Come on, we got miss my girl. Since we get a. Uh, since we, you know, now that I really just gave everything to Christ, yeah. and, uh, you know, you know my wife and my kids and it's kind of just certain things that I see and we just crack up about. Yeah. But, uh, man, I want to thank you, man, you know, man, thank um, you. for coming on the show, man. Thank I appreciate you. you. Anytime I do business schedule, y'all check him out. He's yeah. on the radio also. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you want to see me, I'm on Crime Stoppers. And uh, usually I look like this. I'm on this side or this side. And, yep. If you want to get a hold of me, my number is 911. It's an international number. Ask for Jarrell. <laughs> All right, John. Check me out. Facebook, Instagram at Jarrell Roach. That's it. Y'all check him out. Facebook, Instagram, Jarrell Roach. Hey, call him up, 911. Please don't do that. Yeah. Please don't yeah, do that. If you hashtag uh, Chocolate Thunder, you might see some photos of me, too. That's all I would say right here, y'all. Let me cut him off before he have us all rolling. <laughs> uh, we'll be right back with one straight talk. We're going to wrap the show up, man. Thank y'all so much, man. I want to appreciate everybody who's been a part of the show, man. Right here at the Buy True Christian Bookstore. Yeah. All the people that's been walking by, checking us out, hanging out with us today. Yeah. We appreciate you all, too. So we'll be right back right at these words. Love y'all. From our talk. When the phone rings, most of us answer the call. We get a text message. We answer the text. But what if God is calling you to ministry? Are you going to answer that call? At Central Christian College of the Bible in Moberly, Missouri, we exist for the sole purpose of helping people answer God's call. Since 1957, Central Christian has been preparing students for the pulpit, for the choir, for the mission field, and for the church. If God has placed a call in your heart, call us at 660-263-3900 or check us out online at cccb.edu. <laughs> Straight Talk with Ricardo Montgomery is taking 2022 by storm. That's what makes this show great because we talk about what's real. Straight Talk is not afraid to take it to the next level by questioning everything in the Bible. It's a very interesting question, and, and let me uh, explain to you this way. With church leaders. Preach reconnecting people to Christ. Discussing real topics that we face daily. You can't do that without asking a hard-hitting question, right? You're right, fam. Give your Faith Walk a boost each Saturday at 6 p.m. on Facebook and YouTube. Awesome program, awesome program. For the Straight Talk with Ricardo Montgomery. First Start Academy and Needs 2 Child Care Center provides an environment that empowers all young minds to learn, grow, and develop while being in a nurturing environment. Needs 2 have children started from the age of 6 weeks to 5 years old. First Start Academy also offers an after-school program from ages 6 to 12 years old. First Start Academy and Needs 2 Child Care Center supports, celebrates, and values each family served and will always be committed to creating lifelong learners to discover their talents, 
and abilities. If affordable, nurturing child care is what you desire, contact one of our locations today. Call First Start Academy at 601-544-6443 or call Needs 2 Child Care Center at 601-582-2727. First Start Academy and Needs 2 Child Care Center, a nurturing environment, empowering young minds. Welcome back to the show. I hope the word that these gentlemen blessed us with today, man, I hope it blessed you in some type of way. Just do what you got to do. Stay involved. Keep pushing for Christ. Till next week, we'll see you right back here with another great topic, with more great ministry, a straight talk with Ricardo Montgomery. Come on, relax and just enjoy the show. We got you here on straight talk. We love this. You already know. We got you here on straight talk. Yeah, we got you. First Start Academy and Needs 2 Child Care Center provides an environment that empowers all young minds to learn, grow, and develop while being in a nurturing environment. Needs 2 have children started from the age of 6 weeks to 5 years old. First Start Academy also offers an after-school program from ages 6 to 12 years old. First Start Academy and Needs 2 Child Care Center supports, celebrates, and values each family served and will always be committed to creating lifelong learners to discover their talents and abilities. If affordable, nurturing child care is what you desire, contact one of our locations today. Call First Start Academy at 601-544-6443 or call Needs 2 Child Care Center at 601-582-2727. First Start Academy and Needs 2 Child Care Center, a nurturing environment, empowering, <laughs> Straight Talk with Ricardo Montgomery is taking 2022 by storm. That's what makes this show great because we talk about what's real. Straight Talk is not afraid to take it to the next level by questioning everything in the Bible. It's a very interesting question, and let me uh, explain to you this way. With church leaders. Preach reconnecting people to Christ. Discussing real topics that we face daily. You can't do that without asking a hard-hitting question, right? You're right, fam. Give your Faith Walk a boost each Saturday at 6 p.m. on Facebook and YouTube. Awesome program, awesome program. For the Straight Talk with Ricardo Montgomery. When the phone rings, most of us answer the call. We get a text message, we answer the text. But what if God is calling you to ministry? Are you going to answer that call? At Central Christian College of the Bible in Moberly, Missouri, we exist for the sole purpose of helping people answer God's call. Since 1957, Central Christian has been preparing students for the pulpit, for the choir, for the mission field, and for the church. If God has placed a call in your heart, call us at 660-263-3900 or check us out online at cccb.edu. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this wonderful day. Thank you for everything you've done for us. We're here because we are blessed and we are trying to make every day count for you, Father God. 
Thank you for everything. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Straight Talk Podcast with your boy, Ricardo Montgomery, a.k.a. The Voice of Gospel Radio. Looking for the next show? Don't worry. It starts right now.